Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The bodies were hung by the chimney with care, because it was proof that St. Nicholas was there. The children were cowered, hidden under their beds, while visions of murder danced in their heads. Mommy and Daddy's bodies were thrown in the back of Santa's sleigh and took out to the dump because it's garbage day! Fear Macabre is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Brandon. Jack Frost nipping at Brandon. The, the, what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you doing? Get away from the karaoke machine. You did say they're going to be here any second now. Yeah, but I'm just testing everything to make sure it works right. You know, it's a very special time of the year. It's Christmas. I don't think they're going to show up. Of course they'll show up. Why wouldn't they show up? I sent out the invitations. And not coming to our Christmas special? (laughs) Now that would be naughty. Then why ain't Tony and Lucky here already? You know what, Justin? I think they're going to be coming through that door right now. Looks like it was just the wind. Well, cheer up, buddy. We can have a Christmas special, just the two of us. You know, you're you're right, Justin. Tis the season. I have a special movie for us to watch this season. Oh, really, Brandon? What could it be? It's Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part (gasps) 2. What? Nah, we already fucking did that. Welcome back to Radio Fear Macabre. It's our Christmas special. Woohoo! I'm Brandon, and here's... Jolly old St. Justin. Well, hello, everybody, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And we're reviewing Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Why Part 2 and not Part 1? Because all of Part 1 is in Part 2. Pretty much. (laughs) So I hope you guys are having a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, if that's what you choose to celebrate. Festivus. But yeah, I hope you guys are having having a good time out there. Uh, how's your holidays going, Justin? It's going pretty good. Finally finished getting all Christmas gifts for my family and my daughter. That's good. I haven't. I tried. But um, let's see. I got to get my nephew something Spider-Man. There's nothing Spider-Man I can buy right now in the stores. You waited way too long. Yeah, apparently. 
It's all sold out with the new Spider-Man movie. I just can't get any Spider-Man toys. It's rough out there. Really rough. Where I live at, it is packed. Yeah. Traffic stopped up everywhere. Yeah. Especially where I live at. I live near an outlet mall, and... <laughs> Somebody will stab you for that PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, is kind of relevant to topic for the day. I guess all of them were naughty. I guess all of them needed to be punished. Punish. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, get into this review. But first, here's our horror headlines. Here's your horror headlines on Radio Ringu is coming to Dead by Daylight. Woohoo! Real excited about it. Yeah, when I saw it, I knew you would be. It's not the American version of the ring. Thank it's God. the Japanese. It's going to be kind of based on the novel. Yeah. Slash Japanese movie. Oh, boy. So the, it's the not, novel. So it's not... <laughs> <laughs> so it's not Samara. It's Sadako. If it's based... It, it, are we saying it's the novel or the movie? Which one? They were saying both. They were saying both? Yes. It is two different things. <laughs> and, and look, in the novel, like, it's a, a, a virus. A virus, yeah. yeah. And some very questionable things happen in that novel as well. I think it's going to be mostly probably the movie. Okay, good. Dude, I can't imagine what are they going to do killer-wise with her. Like, is she going to just start off inside the well, come out of the well? I don't know, but she better freaky crawl towards people. If not, I will be very disappointed. Yeah, she she better have like a thing like the like uh, the nurse has to teleport, but it's like fast crawl. Fuck. But yeah, just saw all of a sudden like. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. The first time I see that when I'm playing online, I'm probably gonna DC <laughs> shit your pants. <laughs> DC. But I'm real excited about it. Can't wait to see it. It's supposed to come out March 2022. That's great. I'm excited for it, too. I can't wait to see how she plays. In our second story, uh, we seem to have a lot of horror video game news on this one. Gun has announced that they are doing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game. Hell yes. And I'm very excited for it. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of the best horror movies ever made. And I'm glad that they get a chance to work with a series that they can actually do something with. Knowing how good Gun did, Gun Media did with Friday Thirteenth the game, I'm sure it's in very good hands. Yes, yeah, I believe so. It looks like it'll be, you know, from experience with their game, it's going to be a really good quality game. And they've teased that uh, it's not just Leatherface; it's the family. Like here on the artwork right there, it shows his brother. Ooh, yeah, nice. And uh, the artwork is really good too. How do you think the gameplay will be for it? I think. Me and Tony were talking about it. It might not be 1v4. You might play as like family members together hunting down survivors. But also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre news, we're getting a new movie. Woo. They released a trailer for the upcoming Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They took off the V at the beginning. So it's just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So now we got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We got Texas Chainsaw Massacre now. We had Texas Chainsaw, and we had Leatherface. 
I don't know how much they can play with the movie net titles. Just call it Texas. <laughs> yeah, the next one's just gonna be Texas. That's scary. Or just Chainsaw. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, going back to video games, Ernie Hudson says development for a new Ghostbusters game is in the works right now. I'm excited to see it. I'm probably, I'm going to assume, I don't know anything about this other than it's happening. I'm going to assume, given the current trend of what we're doing with horror in video games right now, with Dead by Daylight, Friday the 13th, the upcoming Texas Chainsaw, and Evil Dead, it's probably going to be an online multiplayer type game. That would be awesome. In other news, uh, Scream has released a new poster. Yes. Uh, a dumb one. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, it's I, a good looking poster. I yeah. like it. But uh, the the killer is on this poster. I liked when you the one uh, you retweeted on Twitter. It was uh, Stabo Vision. Yeah, yeah, they had it all green. Green. Yeah, and it's like it shows all the characters that's in the in, movie in the movie yeah. with Ghostface up top, and it shows Stu Mocker's house in the background, and it's like the killer is on the poster. Yeah, like no shit. You have the entire <laughs> cast on the poster, <laughs> which I'm sure is the point, you know, but. I can't wait for the movie to come out. Oh, I'm so hyped for it. I'm getting ready as we speak. I am ready. Around this time next month, we got to pre-order the tickets. Yeah, if it's anything like Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't want to sit in the first two rows. Yeah. I mean, it was nice so we can lean back on our chairs and watch it, but it was still just a little too close. Plus, we were right beside a speaker. Well, I really don't have the body for it, but I would go in there ghost face style. I got the mask right here, dude. And I, I'm wearing the shirt, actually. I didn't think about that. I'm wearing my screen I shirt. I would love that shirt. Uh, You're going to have to wear that to the... Oh, I'm definitely going to wear this. Next up on Horror Headlines, Jeff Keeley of the Game Awards had an interview with Tim Willits from Saber Interactive and Bruce Campbell talking about the Evil Dead game. You know, we just got some more information on it. Bruce Campbell, he's playing the voice of Ash Williams in the game. We already knew that, but uh, we're getting four different Ash versions of Ash Williams in the game from each movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, we get Ash from Evil Dead 1, Ash from Evil Dead 2, Ash from Army of Darkness, and then Ash from Ash vs. Evil Dead. So Ash from different ages, walks of life. And uh, he's voicing them all. It's going to be super awesome. They got some of the original cast from the from the original movies to voice their characters wow, in the nice. movies. Yeah, it's... I, I've been watching, you know, everything I can about that game, getting ready, because you know me. Oh, I know. You are all about Evil Dead. Evil Dead's one of my favorite things ever, ever. And uh, I'm super excited for this game. Me and Tony are probably going to play the fuck out of it together. So, I'm going to be busy with... I'm going to have Dead by Daylight, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Evil Dead to play online. It's going to be nuts. I'm sure I'll be playing with you. Yeah, I hope it's a uh, cross-play, so no matter what we have, we can play it together. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Any idea when the release date is? February. Very soon. So it's wow. going to, yeah, it's going to get released in February. I'm super excited. And in the, uh, did they say which platform it's going to be on? I think it's coming to everything. Nice. Also at the game awards, uh, Guillermo del Toro made an appearance to present an award. And while he was doing that, he made a little like snide remark about Silent Hill. It was pretty funny because he was supposed to work on the Silent Hill game that got canceled. So. It would have been scary as fuck. Oh, God, yeah. He was presenting, like, best art direction. He's like, you know what series has a really good art direction? Silent Hill. I wish they would do something with that. Oh, well. 
Just <laughs> trolling everybody. And he'll never mess with video games again, will he? Yeah, no, every time he tries to do something horror video game related, it, it's it just, canceled. It, it, yeah, it falls through and nothing happens with it. Uh, hold on, breaking news. I just got this now. Uh, Bruce Campbell is willing to return as Ash for an Evil Dead animated series. Bruce Campbell said before he's hung up his chainsaw as physically playing Ash because he's too old for this shit. It's basically what he says. Uh, but he's willing to do voices for, for Ash Williams. So if they do like an animated Evil Dead series and he's willing to be Ash Williams again for that, I'm fucking down. <laughs> I'd be willing to watch the hell out of that. And they can go even crazier with an animated series. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, that's all we got for horror headlines today. Now on to our main topic. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. The nightmare began with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Need a ride, Santa Claus? Oh, no, not exactly. <laughs> but it isn't over yet. In fact... The ultimate nightmare is about to begin all over again. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Hey, you little bastard! All Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness. Very, very naughty. And all he ever got was pain. Revenge. And this time, Garbage Day! He's going to get no. it. <laughs> step by step, weapon by weapon. Victim by victim. Terrorist coming home, and he's all grown up. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. I've got a present for you! The terrifying suspense shocker you've been waiting for. <laughs> Last time it thrilled you. This time... Bingo! It'll kill you. Silent Night Releasing Corporation presents... Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. This is an older movie, and so typically for older movies, like kind of like what we did with Thanks Killing, uh, we go straight into spoilers. Definitely. There's no spoiler-free part to this. So if you haven't seen the movie, go back, watch it, and then you can come back here and spend your Christmas with us. Yes, please. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but yeah, so what did what did you think of the movie? Thought it was pretty good. It goes into really good. Uh, like honestly, for for that type of movie, it's actually got pretty good storytelling. Yeah, goes into child psychology. Yeah, for the most part, uh, that has a lot to do. With it. Yeah, yes, has a lot to do with it. Throughout the movie, it makes you feel sorry for Billy mm -hmm. and and for his little brother. Yeah, I feel a little less sorry for Ricky, because a lot of what happens happens to Billy mostly. He just kind of well, I mean, he did see his older brother get killed right in front of him. Yeah, that part that sucks, but that's also like on on Billy, you know. <laughs> uh, but 
like for the most part, Billy's the one that had the memories of like Santa Claus killing his, his parents, sexually assaulting his mother and all of that. You know, Billy's the one that has those memories. And then the second one, it's like, it tries to play it like Billy. He, Billy Bill, told Ricky everything. Yeah, it says Billy told Ricky, but like Billy's recalling it as if he remembers it himself. Like how vivid of a painting, you know, did, even did the, Billy paint? Even the, even the psychiatrist was like, how do you know all this? He's like, I was there. Yeah, you're also like three months old. Three months old, infant. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is what it is. You know, I'm, I can't focus too much on that. But what did you think of the um, of Mother Superior? Uh, I think she needed to be punished. <laughs> you know, Mother Superior, she is like the definition of fuck them kids. <laughs> She's real old fashioned Catholic nun. Yes. Like, strict rules. You can't do anything. Naughty. Spare the rod, spoil the child. And if you don't get straight, she'll beat it out of you. Yeah. Gonna beat the devil out of you. <laughs> Punishment is good. That was her saying. Yep. Punishment is good. Especially if you get caught having sex in the orphanage. Certain things she did, I can see from her point of view, old-fashioned wise, because, I mean, I was never raised Catholic or a Catholic orphanage. I don't know how that, in the old days, how they raised their kids. Is that the old days now? The 70s? I mean, it's pretty... Well, that's just making me feel older. <laughs> like, when is the 90s the old days? Is that already considered the that's old days? That's considered old now. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Once you're past 30 or 25, you're old. Oh, fuck off. No. You're old. You're well, old. I am old. Fuck I feel. I feel old. You're not old. You're 32. I wake up and I'm like, my back! That's back problems. You know, I've had back problems since I was 16. <laughs> I can see from her point of view how she thinks what she's doing is right. But the, the extremes she goes through... I can't see it. See how she thinks what she's doing yeah, is right? Yeah. Or, do you, or do you think she's just doing that out of just her own sick pleasure? I can see that she thinks is right. I can't see how. I just think because of because she's an old lady. I mean, she's like what? 60, 70, supposedly. Back in those times, back in those times, children were raised differently than what it is today. Obviously. <laughs> and that's now, why nowadays we, that's you, why we have like a lot less killer Santas. <laughs> <laughs> she takes it way too extreme. She ties a kid. To I know ties a, <laughs> as I was about to go into. She literally ties a kid, the Billy, on the bottom bunk of a dang bunk bed, down just to keep him from leaving his room. Yeah. Not to mention, she tries to have him take a picture with a Santa when he's freaking triggered by that. He has a phobia. Phobia of, she's like, you're going to sit in Santa's lap. And he literally just, whack, decks the fuck out of Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him. But you can see how mentally disturbed Billy is because he goes straight up to his room and he's just cowered in a corner, shaking in fetal position. So he's like, don't punish me. Don't be punished. Don't be mean to be naughty. And then it, she goes, Billy? Or yeah. William? Yeah. Billiam. <laughs> and it freeze frames. I mean, I mean, you can see why Billy is mentally fucked up. I mean, he every, his whole childhood, he saw his, he saw his parents get killed. Then this mother superior super, has super righteous nun has mentally scarred him for life. Yeah, more than more fucked up than he already was with punishment 
and naughty, mm-hmm. I can see why he ends up the way he does. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I'll say it. It was kind of clever to add the whole nun aspect to the story of Silent Night Deadly Night Part One uh, to further. It, it's like a a, a a realistic version of the whole naughty nice Santa thing. Honestly, the true villain in Silent Night Deadly Night was Mother Superior. It was Billy. He killed people. Come on. Yeah, but who was the one who caused him? The mental. She was. She was the Doctor Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, she was the Doctor Frankenstein to the monster. I mean, even her further further employee or in charge of the orphanage was looking at her like, "What the hell are you doing?" The other nun. Yeah, the other nun. Yeah, she knew what was up, and she tried anything to help those kids. We're talking mostly about part one because, as he, as Brandon said before, all the important parts of part one is in part two, and it covers. Well, we can go ahead and talk about this now. About what 70 percent of the movie is the first movie. Yeah, about sixty percent of the movie is. Yeah. Because Ricky is in a, I guess, jail or asylum. He's in a, he's yeah, he's in an asylum. Yeah, he's in a mental asylum, and he's sitting there with a psychiatrist, and he's just. Then this happened to Billy. Then this, this happened, happened to Billy. Billy. And then this happened to Billy. And red car. Good point. <laughs> what do you think about that? The whole, like, the first half of the movie is them just sitting in there reminiscing or flashing back to part one. It was nice. A lot of people didn't get to see part one because it was took off the theaters. Yeah, it was pulled prematurely. Yeah, pulled prematurely. Because which, of the complaints. What would have happened, though? That's the one thing I always wonder. What would have happened if they would have just kept it in theaters? Yeah, because it, it was. It came out the same day as Nightmare on Elm Street. And it was beating it. Yeah, it was outselling Nightmare on Elm Street, which is a tough pill for me to swallow because I like me some Nightmare on Elm Street to fucking death. Instead of that... Freddy glove hanging on the wall. It could have just been a Santa hat. An axe and a Santa hat. Santa hat. Actually, now that we think, I, I want to get something like that now. <laughs> a Santa hat and an yeah. axe. With a, like a little plaque under it and engraved in it. It says naughty. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the thing that shocked me is that because when we were looking at, when Brandon told me about this movie during Joe Bob's last drive-in, he said that. And I was shocked because I was like, wow, that actually was beating Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. They it's weren't... a very Christmassy day because Freddy wears a Christmas sweater <laughs> as well. <laughs> so That is true. Apparently, parents didn't like take too kindly to there being a killer Santa Claus. Yeah, it's going to scare the kids from Santa. And we already have enough trouble trying to control our hooligans, our crotch gremlins, when we take them to the mall to sit on Santa's lap. We don't need them seeing this and decking Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Deck the halls because fuck you. <laughs> Fa la 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 la. Fuck you. I guess the director he was upset about that, so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna just put most of the movie in yeah. part two. <laughs> <laughs> People gonna see my movie. He did a cl- he, he did a clever way of putting making it connect storyline wise why they yeah. show it in. And it makes sense because it got pulled and a lot of people didn't see it. This would be their first time seeing one of these movies. So, might as well just throw the whole story of the first one in it. Because before we started doing this uh, this episode, we, we watched part one and part two. Just to cover our bases. Just to cover our bases. 
and we saw some reason bits and pieces if you when uh if y'all ever see part one you'll you'll know what we're talking about parts of the movie are like old and grainy and then there's some parts touched up for me that's all touched down kind of like blu-ray or hd yeah and me and brandon was like i wonder why that is well, when we watched part two, we know why that was. Yeah, they were touching up the parts that were in part two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and say this, kind of off subject, I enjoyed part one more than part two. Really? Yes. I enjoy part two more. Just because of Garbage Day? Well, I mean, that is a very popular meme, uh, which led to a whole bunch of shit. But, for one, all of part one is in part two. So I don't need to like part one better because what? part one's in part two. Second off, Eric Freeman in part two. You know, he's just, he's hilarious. <laughs> I, I love his character. He did a damn good job playing. I mean, I Going mean, too fast for you, Doc? His eyes were the craziest thing. His eyebrows and just going fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> My fa- uh, one of the funniest parts in part two I liked was psychiatrist looking up and he was nowhere to be seen yeah and he just gets up that's what i think that, that's when that's when he said going too fast for you doc yeah that was my because <laughs> i even i was on my toes i was like oh shit he's about to kill him already yeah. oh, no but she you know he winds up doing anyway how he got away with doing that without anybody outside hearing you know that's quick and silent i guess so silent night there we go deadly night the reason why I like part one more is because it's kind of the same reason why you like part two. I mean, yeah, I, I get your understanding by that, but they showed part one in part two. Yeah. I like part one. I don't know. It's just more kind of like, I like original story, like the original movies. Yeah, but it's in. <laughs> I know. I get why you're saying it. It's because it's in part two. Yeah. I, I like the original story. Okay. Well, the original story is in part two. Well, there was some nice scenes in part one that's not in part two. Like, I liked when the... Uh, the grandpa. The, the grandpa scene. Yeah. I love that scene. That's fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> I love the grandpa scene. Just, he's just like, what, like, acting like he's catatonic. <laughs> like, you know, you can't, he can't hear anyone. Nobody can get through to him. As soon as the parents leave and it's just Billy, he's like... <laughs> He's just like, you better be fucking scared of Santa Claus, little boy. <laughs> He's the one who implanted the fear of Santa Claus to the kid. Absolutely. And I love that. <laughs> Plus, they also, uh, in the first one, they uh, didn't really explain how, oh, that Santa Claus that killed the parents is just some dude who's just a regular, like, robber slash killer. He's a criminal. He's just a regular criminal, but... For some reason, the kids can't connect the dots, and it's like, oh, that was really Santa Claus that killed my parents. Well, you know, they're little. But you would think when they would grow older, they would be like, hmm. Well, okay, okay, so like, sure, as you get older, you're probably was like, it's not really Santa Claus. But there's like trauma attached to that, and seeing someone dressed as Santa Claus killing your parents, you're still going to be traumatized by the sight of Santa Claus. And they were still kind of like, incarcerated at the the Catholic orphanage so yeah. it really wasn't the, the best thing the someone world. the best thing someone could have done for Billy is just let him know right then and there hey Santa Claus doesn't really exist that was just a man but nobody told him that that's a, that's <laughs> one of my biggest problems in that in the movie yeah as how they didn't explain to him it like 
they knew he was mentally scarred about Santa Claus, but they didn't even try to... They still try to convince him that Santa Claus is real because he's a kid. But maybe this kid needs to be told Santa Claus isn't real. After that happening, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Eric Freeman, his performance is really great in this movie. And that's why I, I, I love his performance to death. Like Joe Bob told us on the special, his direction in the movie from the director was just bigger and more crazy. That's the only direction he was given for everything. Just bigger. More crazy. <laughs> and that's why you get this weird, but very memorable performance from him on every scene. Yeah. Where his eyebrows are just going nuts. <laughs> it's like, what do you dream about? I don't sleep. sleep. <laughs> what I, do you, can, I can relate on that. What are you looking at outside? Or what do you see out there? Bars. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Doc if you like. Fuck you. Doc. <laughs> I, I, it's some of the best bad acting ever. So bad it's good. Absolutely. And that's what a lot of people love this movie for. It's just Eric Freeman's acting. In this <laughs> when he's going on the rampage and he's just like frown laughing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Turkey from Thanksgiving, his laugh was based off of Eric Freeman's laugh from Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. <laughs> it's just a faster version of Freeman's laugh. <laughs> There's good kills in it. I yes. think I think the best are in Part 2, though. The most memorable kill, of course, the scene where uh, Lena Quigley, who's famous for being topless in horror movies, <laughs> being topless here again, getting put on the... She was in Friday the 13th. Yes. She was in one of the Friday the 13th movies. She was in uh, Demons. I think it was part seven, I believe she was in. Yeah, she was in Demons. Uh, she's topless in every movie. She was she's in, in Demons? Stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Editing Brandon here. I meant Night of the Demons. I always get those two movies' titles mixed up. She was in Night of the Demons. That's probably why Justin was like, she was in Demons? Because she was not in Demons. It's just me and titles, like how I have to struggle to not say Nightmare Before Christmas when I'm talking about Nightmare on Elm Street and vice versa, so. You know, she gets, like, stabbed onto the antlers, it, it, and, and that's a really good kill. But I think in part two, like, some of the best kills were from part two, when he's going on the rampage. I, li I just, there's something about, like, the guy comes out of his house... What's going on? And just gets shot. That That's funny to me. The Officer Barney. <laughs> and getting shot with his own pistol. Such a generic officer name. Well, his name wasn't really Barney. I call him Barney because he uh, reminds me of, like, Andy Griffith Barney. Barney Five. Yeah. Uh, in the theater scene, the guy getting <laughs> choked out in the back of the theater. <laughs> or him running that over that person over and over and over. Yeah. And, over and, and the girl was just like, thank you. I was shocked by that. I didn't expect that. Well, she almost got raped by that. Well, thing. I know, but I mean, it kind of happened the same way in the first one where she was getting took advantage of in the department store. And then she, after he killed the person, she was like, you're crazy. Yeah, well, different outlooks on it from different girls, I guess. But like, I understand why, why she would say thank you there. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably want the guy dead too. Yeah. If you just see someone kill someone else, don't slap them. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand you're upset that this man just killed somebody, but the worst thing you want to do is slap someone you just watched murder someone else. 
Yeah. <laughs> Even if I wasn't thankful, I'd probably say, gee, thanks. He really needed to be dead. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> and not die. Out of the each brother, who do you think was more fucked up in the head? The second one, for sure. Because Ricky. Ricky. Ricky was definitely more fucked up in the head than Billy. Because Billy, he has, like, more of a reason to be as fucked up as he is. Right? He watched, you know, like, his mother getting sexually brutalized and killed. He watched his father die. And he was getting the most punishment from uh, Mother Superior. Yeah, the little Ricky wasn't even really getting punished I at all. I think Ricky was just fucked up to begin with. It's like he wanted to be crazy. Yeah, well, I don't know if he wanted to be crazy, but he, he definitely needed less of a trigger. More anger. He definitely had more anger. Yeah, he, de he definitely needed less of a trigger than Billy did. All he saw was Billy die. Billy, it was he was actually trying to keep a hold of himself until finally he snapped. Yeah, and Ricky, he was just like, fuck it. Fuck everyone. Everybody's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> and he just likes him some killing. The, the, the fucked up like reasoning behind the orphanage. It's like, oh, so uh, Billy has a thing about Santa Claus like his brother did. Let's just give them to a Jewish family. <laughs> they don't celebrate Christmas. This fixes everything. <laughs> okay, light your candelabra, Billy. You don't have to look at Santa Claus again because you don't live in the world. <laughs> <clears throat> Another fucked up part was him, uh, Billy going to be... Like one Coca-Cola ad in the 80s is going to fuck you up. <laughs> All right, around December time. The thing that was... Uh... Also fucked up, he wor uh, Billy goes and works at the department store, and they dress him up as Santa. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, that I mean, yeah, they didn't. They know, don't know, but but still, of course, like it's a, it's one of those like, of course, this is gonna happen. <laughs> but that's just part of his origin story, really. As yeah. a killer. Also, some of you really know this or not, but we could have talked about it on horror headlines, but remake of Silent Night, Nelly Night, the original. Is going to be come out in 2022. It's getting a, a reboot. That's that's nice. I think maybe I'll watch it. You know what would be better? You know what would make more sense considering like the age we're in right now? A legacy sequel where just part one and two happened, and then you bring back Freeman somehow, like he didn't die at the end. Well, if you're going to do that, I mean, because basically in part three, he's still alive. He's played by a different actor, but the actual character. Yeah, we're, we're going to retcon part three in this, okay? In my, in, my, in my fan legacy sequel for Silent Night, Deadly Night. All right, part three didn't happen. Part four, part five didn't happen. All right, it's just part one and two. Well, four and five was standalone anyways. Yeah, well, they didn't happen regardless. So part two is over. And he gets put in an insane asylum for years, and then he busts back out. The garbage man comes in. <laughs> it triggers him. He's taking out all the trash. No, it doesn't trigger him. He's been wanting to get out for years, right? So uh, it doesn't trigger him, but he's been, like, formulating a plan. And uh, so the garbage man comes in, and, like, he's taking out the trash and stuff from his, uh, from his cell. And uh, he, like, does some MacGyver shit. To kill the garbage guy and take his outfit. <laughs> he's the garbage man. And, and and he's leaving with a bag of trash slung over his his, his shoulder like God. Santa Claus. And somebody's like, hey, what are you doing with that? And he's just like, it's garbage day. <laughs> and that's how the movie starts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be 
hilarious. I I know, right? Let me write this movie. Hire me. Let me do it. <laughs> What's your favorite line other than Garbage Day? Probably Red Car. Good point. Red Car. Good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that one too. It's very just condescending. <laughs> How do you think he killed the uh, psychiatrist? He choked really him with the tape. It showed the tape was around his neck. Good point. It was funny how they were watching Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 in the theater on part two. Yeah, that gave me a pretty good chuckle. Yeah. She was like, uh, he was like, so what is this movie about anyway? And she's like, it's about a guy dressed as Santa Claus that goes around killing people. And he's like, I... what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy was being a total dick in the back. I like that part where he just pops up. Yeah, I would have killed him too. <laughs> I just like how he was silent. She was oblivious to all what he was doing. Yeah. And he uh, <laughs> just like the, the camera pan every time he goes to talk to the guy next to him and then boom, it's Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> him oh. killing his girlfriend. Yeah, after electrocuting her ex, putting, putting the fucking uh, jumper cables in his mouth. Yes. That was a good one. That was really good. And just that, like, zoom in to his face for his reaction every time. It panned back to him. It's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> This movie's great. I'm going to watch it every Christmas. Same here. Kind of like how I'm going to watch uh, Thanksgiving every Thanksgiving. So what was your favorite kill? Favorite kill for me is... And why was it the antlers? <laughs> Because never, it's everybody's favorite kill. Well, I've never seen anything like that before. I've seen killers impaling people on walls, all sorts of things. I've never seen somebody get impaled with deer antlers. What was your favorite kill? Let's see, what, what all kills do we have in here? Actually, you know what? No. My favorite kill, of course, is Garbage Day. For the memes. <laughs> For the memes. Of course. Uh, and it, I mean, he shot the hell out of him. Yeah, it's just a funny fucking scene. Dude's just like taking out the trash, and then all of a sudden, garbage day! And he's like, uh, well, yeah, as well. Oh, I'm shot. So overall, how much do you like this movie? I like the movie. Not the greatest horror movie I've ever seen, but I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. There's some out there that would say that this is the greatest horror movie ever made. Well, they're entitled to their opinions. Even though it's fucking wrong. <laughs> it ain't no Friday the 13th. It's a great Christmas horror. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got some famous... This is, I think this is the most famous like Christmas slasher there is, like other than Black Christmas. Exactly. I've seen a lot which, worse. Which, speaking on Black Christmas, uh, I was like torn between doing this or Black Christmas this year, but... Uh, yeah. We'll probably do Black Christmas next year. So, in closing, Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's a fun watch. It's a great movie. It's the quintessential Christmas time, Yuletide, Yuletide slasher. I recommend watching it. Is everybody enjoying the show? Alright, well, it's Christmas time, people. And remember that it's, it's a time of giving. It's a time of sharing and caring. It's, you know, it's the whole point of the holidays, right? Be be with your friends and family that you want to be with. And enjoy the holidays. 
and your time together and give gifts. And unscripted in this podcast, he doesn't know I'm doing this. <laughs> but Justin, I got you your Christmas present. Oh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Hell yeah, dude. Eight movie collection. Dude, I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's the same kind I got, but uh, I know you're going to use the hell out of yours more than I. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. No problem. Merry Christmas, Justin. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to all of you out there. And have a happy New Year. Aww. Oh, wow. A horror podcast Christmas special and nobody died. Were they supposed to? I expected it. Well, if your Christmas gift wasn't enough, I suppose I can give you another. We do have a live studio audience in front of us. I see. So, Merry Christmas, Justin. Merry Christmas, Brandon. Wait, what is that? Oh, hold the fuck on. Tony, dressed as yeah. Santa. Uh-huh, that's me. What What are you doing here? Why did you show up so late? Well, I took up a part-time job as Ghost of Christmas Future. How's that working? You guys are about to fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me we're supposed to not kill an entire live audience? Wait, no, 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 no. Hold up. You need me to tell you shouldn't be doing that? I mean, it's a horror podcast, Christmas. You, no, no, no. You know what? You can, you can just suck a fuck, dude, okay? Why does everybody keep telling me that today? I, look, I don't know what you're working through, but I know what I'm working through, and it does not pay very well. So, you know what? <sighs> let, me, let me just show you. Just get over here. You and I, we're going through that. That giant time portal you just came through? Did I stutter? Get, get, get going. Okay. What? <laughs>